Good afternoon. We begin our prayers in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And today our prayer intention is for the health of Joseph Gasparic, also for the healing of Joanne, and a prayer of thanksgiving on behalf of Sister Mary Beth, who has come out of her cancer uh, research and cancer uh, applications, and she is cancer-free. We've been praying for her for a while, and she's on her way back to Rome, where she lives with the Filipini sisters. And all of our special intentions, including John and Brent, and those who have asked for prayers, including Peggy, and those who serve the poor and the sick. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a scholar of the law, tested him by asking, Teacher, which commandment in the law is the greatest? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the first commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The whole law depends on these two commandments. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I was a altar boy in Holy Rosary School and Parish in Jersey City, our pastor was Gerard Santora. So he was the only pastor I knew as a child and pretty much into high school when he retired and another pastor succeeded him. I would serve with my classmates masses, weekdays, and novenas, different novenas, because we had a lot of them in the evening. And whenever he would see me, he would say, Aloysius, how are you? He talked like, very bold like that. He always called me Aloysius. And one day, I said, I don't know what you're talking about, uh, Father. Why do you call me Aloysius? He said, well, there's a saint, a young saint. His name is Aloysius Gonzaga. His family name was Luigi Gonzaga. Your name is Louis. So in Italian, your name is Luigi, and in Latin, Aloysius. So Aloysius became my name whenever I saw Father Santora. And he'd always shout it out, Aloysius, come over here. A guy see him in the street, walking around, and it was, it was a, a wonderful man. And I have to say, he influenced my decision to become a priest. He would, those are the days before microphones in churches, he would be at the altar rail, preaching. And when I knew he was celebrant of the mass, or they used to have like a celebrant would be a different priest than the preacher. And I knew he would be there. I'd sit up front because I loved listening to him, his stories, his presentation and his volume. He, he reached the back of the church and Holy Rosary Church is even bigger than this church. And wherever you sat, you could hear him clearly. Now we use microphones. Thank God. So I think of Father Santora, when I think of Aloysius. 
Who is Aloysius? Aloysius was really the first trust fund baby. That, that topic and title has been given to kids who, were, who are in this society entitled. They come from families that some can't afford to keep them in luxury, some can't afford it, but still keep them, the kids in luxury. Sending them to the best schools, finding the best clothing, the best cars, all to maintain status. Well, Aloysius was born into a very wealthy family in Italy, and he didn't really care for the status. He had family, he had siblings, but he himself did not really care for the status. And as a matter of fact, he was next in line to inherit his father's title as Marquis and fortune. And he made a really cuckoo decision, you might say. He said to his father, I, I, I don't want this. I, I want to go serve people. I want to serve God. And it was during a pestilence. It was a Renaissance period. And he says, I, I want to join the Jesuits. And he did. He became a Jesuit. It was never ordained, but in the six years he was a Jesuit student, lived and worked in Rome. He's buried at the Church of the Jesu, which is in Rome, huge, beautiful Jesuit church in Rome. And we were there a year ago. Of course, we stopped and paid respect to St. Aloysius, buried in the side altar, beautiful, beautiful altar. Aloysius Gonzaga joined the seminary and got involved not only with his studies, because don't forget, he came from a wealthy family. He, he was educated. He could read and write and so on. But his focus as a student Jesuit was serving the poor. Serving not only the poor, but serving the poor who were ill, especially with the plague. He would go out, bathe their wounds, carry them to different hospitals, hospices that they had, uh, and care for them. To the point where he himself caught the plague and died at age 23 six months before he was ordained the priest. St. Aloysius Gonzaga was declared a saint by the Pope and succeeding popes named him not only a saint, but the patron of youth, patron of college kids. And in our society today, we have a vast number of college kids who are trust fund babies, kids who especially really like today, who would rather stay home and rely on their parents, gimme, 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 rather than roll up their sleeves and go to work. That wasn't, that wasn't Aloysius's way. Kids who today are in college, and this is not all college kids, kids who today are very caught up with status, and Aloysius could have been, as his brothers were, caught up with status. He wasn't. He gave up his rank to serve God's poor, God's sick. Today, we have a group of kids in our society who would rather not get jobs and sit back and collect unemployment. And we walk our streets, and I was in Ireland last week, as you know, and even there, now hiring, looking for help, 
help needed. But because of the dole, they call it there, or the, the um, uh, what kids rely on here. Now, unemployment, they stay home and they sit on their seats rather than work. And great opportunity would be given them if they would volunteer. Great, you're getting paid by the government to be unemployed, use that time, and very often they don't. Aloysius did. He had all the money in the world, in his world, but he gave it up to be part of the Jesuit community, serving the poor, serving the sick during the plague, eventually dying for the plague. So as, as I think back to the Pope who declared him, I think it was Benedict Thirteenth, who declared him patron of youth and college students, he didn't know the kids of today, but he's still the patron of kids today. And he could give our college students today, and, and this certainly doesn't apply to all college students. There are so many college students who are fighting their own way through college and working their way through college and having a job while they're in college. But so many of them are just relying on mommy and daddy to dole out money for them, for their cars, for their gas, for their clothing. And we all know as Christians, that's really inappropriate because you're not taking responsibility. Now I look here and maybe there's two college kids here right now, but most of you are parents and grandparents of college kids and I'm grand uncle of college kids. And I see the discrepancy between their role as educated Christians and their choice to sit back and let somebody else pay their way. So that phrase, trust fund, trust fund babies, is kind of a thorn in my head. I don't like it. I worked on a college campus for 31 years, and I have to say I didn't see any trust fund babies because those kids worked. This was William Patterson University, a state university in New Jersey, and these kids worked for their grades and worked for their tuition and some ha many had jobs on campus and off campus and many had more than one job so maybe we have to look at how we're influencing our young people and how they are being influenced by the world labels status designer names are not a priority for the christian priorities for the christian are well, as you heard in the gospel today, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. That's our priority. That's why that gospel was chosen today for St. Aloysius. And even the first reading from St. John that talks about believing in Christ as God, but Christ who is love. God is love. So even for the wealthy members of our world the challenge to love is there now our church was built as you know on the lives of the poor of the first centuries and the poor found a great deal of hope in what we have to offer jesus rule of love we're not really following christ so 
in your prayers today, pray for college kids. They're, they're having a difficult time. Not all of them. A lot of them are having a difficult time maintaining their role in college and their tuition and all that, so we respect that 100%. But for those kids who are the trust fund babies, pray for them more that their eyes are open to the world and that they don't receive handouts from mommy or daddy or expect handouts from anybody else, whether it's the government or the next-door neighbor. Aloysius was a great example gave up immense wealth to serve and pick up the bodies of those who suffered from the plague and wash their wounds. Love is what he incorporated into his ministry. And that love is God. Uh, as normal today after Mass, I invite you forward to receive the anointing of the sick if you wish. Also, as you know, Jerry and I attended the solemn profession of Sister Marie Claire in Ireland uh, as she entered the Poor Clares, which is a cloistered order last week. Uh, she is Jerry's cousin. I was able to concelebrate Mass there. And as we continued our trip, it, become, it became a pilgrimage, eventually winding up at Alcinu through the intercession of Our Lady of Nock, and I was glad to be there. The Lord be with you. May his peace and blessings stay with us, and may we share it with each other in love, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our prayers are ended. Let's live them in peace, loving and serving the Lord and each other. And have a good